Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, your old pal, Nick. What do you collect? Spoons from every state? Hard Rock t-shirts from every location that they used to have? Vintage dental equipment? All of those are worth collecting, and maybe I collected them at some point in my life. On this episode, Bob and I talk about how some of these things grow in value. Enjoy. Okay, this drives me crazy hair products sometimes uh-huh. but not in this case no mickey milto car did you see this the, oh yeah so did you had it did you have it no it drives you nuts I, I, no here's the thing this is literally a piece of cardboard a piece of cardboard Probably smells like bubble gum that has a picture and some stats printed on it yeah twelve million six hundred thousand dollars somebody wanted that piece of cardboard so much that they spent so much. And it's just, I, I'm, I'm sorry. First, the art world and the collectibles world, those, those kind of blow my mind with how they create their own faux value. But then I think, what could you do with $12,600,000 instead of buying a piece of cardboard? Well, okay. So I think of it like I love the idea of collectibles. I do have some things, but it's only a value if somebody's willing to pay for it. Exactly, right? if they want it, right? Like I'm going through books at the bookstore, Joybird, and going, okay, this might be worth $400. It might be worth $20. It's really just a matter of what somebody wants to, yeah. to pay for this thing. But we're often like, okay, the person who's spending the money, what about the person who's getting the money? What are they going to do with the money? Right. Like maybe they're going to do something good with it. So maybe this is funding something or maybe it was donated to an, you know, I'm going, I'm doing no, a lot of what ifs here. That's but. fair. That's fair. It just strikes me as an odd prioritization. I mean, I have to believe that whoever's spending $12.6 million on a baseball card has way more than $12.6 million. Oh, they have way more money and it is more than likely an ego thing. Yeah. To say, look what I have. Look, I am the only one who has this. And do you think that this person would frame it and hang it in their house? Or do you think they'd put it in a little vault? I think vault. Oh, you're going to put that in a vault. Yeah, I you're think vault. Gonna, yeah. But, but no. then you can say you have it. But this is the thing. If someone stole it from you, they couldn't say they had it. No. What's the value of it? <laughs> I mean, really? Oh, I'm going to pull out my Mickey Middle card and look at it every I, day. So if I really wanted it, though, and I paid somebody to steal it, and uh, so I need a safe cracker. I uh, will need somebody who's good with electronics, like a hacker. Um, potentially a honeypot situation to get the person out of the house. Um, it's a big investment. You are a schemer. I'm realizing so that I now. would want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's worth it to me for 12.6. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if it was a little bit higher. It's so great. And depending on what it is, depending on what the collectible is. It's just all this stuff. <laughs> and you mentioned you have collectibles. You have like some. What? Give me an example of a collectible. That you so, have. like, we have a a very early edition of Gone with the Wind, um, the, the original book. book yeah. Oh, that's um, kind of cool. So yeah, so we're looking at how. I mean, we have some books right now. We're going to be listing them. You know, they're in the thousand dollar plus range. That's and cool. so I think books to me are a little bit different because it's like this is a piece of history in some yeah. way. Although, you know, baseball card is as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like, you know, weight wise and literally and figuratively, there's a little more weight yeah. to a book, to a rare book. Um, and there's some interesting too. ones out there. Yeah. yeah. 
that's really cool. That's I mean, that's a well known book. Yeah. That's a, and people are crazy about literature. I mean, like crazy. Great. That's a silly statement, but crazy about old books. Well, you know, and like there's there's a literature. lot of reasons for people to collect them. So they might be doing it for the value. They might be investing in it, but they might it might be that this was a very meaningful book to me or a parent or someone along yeah. those lines, and I want that for that reason. I feel like that's what I, that's why I would buy a book like that as a gift to be special to somebody. Yeah. I think uh, my firstborn Devin, she found a. a a good uh, first edition of something for her husband Nick for their wedding. It was a really a special something. Yeah. Well, maybe it was he did it for her, but it was it was a special. There something. was a book involved in their yeah. wedding. <laughs> and yeah, and it was, but it was a special book. It yeah. was like, and it was someone had to work really hard to go find this thing, and so it was this beautiful little surprise, which I love. Hello, friends. It's Bob. I'll probably never fully understand the world of collectors and collectibles, but Nick did give me some good perspective on the topic. I'm not saying I don't find objects interesting, even fascinating. I just can't understand someone spending a king's ransom to have them. I mean, what would you do with $12.6 million, dear listener? I have lots of little cardboard squares with pictures on them if you're interested. I have a couple of old books, too. If you get the cash, let's talk. Or not. Either way, this show is done. Have some fun out there. <laughs>